episode 60, Bill Keith. Welcome to Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless, tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin yang, the alpha round. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Make sure you follow us also on Twitter at Awaken Your Alpha. And go to the Facebook group, like our page. Get to the podcast. Okay, guys, today we have Bill Keith on the line. And Bill Keith is a recommendation from Kyle Brown from the ESPN Empower Hour. And Bill Keith was featured on there as one of the experts. He is the CEO of The Perfect Bar. Um, and he's got a very interesting story, which we're going to find more about today and he's partnered up with kyle with nutritional products we just talked about a little bit of protein off air um so firstly um bill are you ready to awaken your alpha i am let's do this yeah <laughs> i like it that's a good start already no matter how the rest of the interview goes we just want i like to have people with a bit of energy on here so you must have been eating your bars yourself there i had one this morning of course they're delicious and they do awaken your alpha <laughs> brilliant right i'm gonna be i'm gonna be getting some of them when i come over i'm coming over this month so i'm gonna be trying to hassle kyle say yo to him but and now i've just added i'm gonna eat some of them perfect bars to help me Uh, brilliant sounds good man cool so we like to start our shows a lot of times with a bit of an alpha quote um what is this sort of a quote that really resonates with you that helps you live your life keeps you on the straight and narrow and ultimately has led you to producing the perfect bar you know, I, I believe in that quote. It's very simple. If you can dream it, you can achieve it. And another one is remember that failure is an event, not a person. Those two quotes get me going every day. I like it. I like the failure one, especially. I haven't heard that because like you say, people, failure really, people can really take it very personally and try and look for someone to blame, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Another one, um, you know, I'm loaded with quotes, but a goal properly set is halfway reached. You know, and I, I believe in really setting it um, that in the planning stages, a lot of people can get mixed up in, you know, not knowing what to do. Properly set your goals. Definitely. I think the, the extreme or the chuck away, the common one would just be, I'm going to be a millionaire or I want to be a millionaire and just right. chucking it out there and just leaving it hanging out there. That's not right. really a good, a well set goal, in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Break it down a little for starters and, and, and the, the why, like it comes up a lot on this show, the why is the important reason. If there's a strong why behind it, then you've got a good chance of uh, making it, definitely. Yep. Now, absolutely. The other one is there's never been a statue erected to honor a critic. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is good. Look, we're just going to keep them coming. I love this. Yeah. So again, that links to my, in my mind straight away. It's very, uh-huh. very easy, you know, to criticize from the stands, but you know, full respect has got to go to the people out on the field actually participating. Win, lose, or draw, you've got to be in the game. Right, absolutely, totally. That's what it takes. Also, you can see you've been, we've both been on the ESPN radio show because we're just chucking out sports stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay, we're, I'm going to drag it back a little bit. I want to know a little bit more about, we're going to talk about the origin story in a minute, but I just want to know, what do you get up to on a daily basis? And tell us just off the bat, we'll find about the origin story soon, but what is perfect bar? And, you know, what does an average day or an average week look like to you? Yeah. Okay. So perfect bar is a high protein, organic whole food bar 
Um, we're sold in over you know, 3,000 locations across the US and North America. Um, it's refrigerated because there's no soy lecithin emulsifiers, no preservatives. A lot of bars say that they're natural, but if you look at the last ingredient, it has a, a preservative or a soy lecithin emulsifier. Um, so we're all preservative free, we're organic, we're gluten free, high in protein, but that's all great, but it tastes delicious. We actually win uh, taste competitions across the US uh, for how good this uh, bar tastes. Um, the, the good part about us is we're in a growing market. Right now, the market share for health bars in the world is $5 billion and um, expected to double that size in the next five to 10 years. Um, so we feel like we're part of a growing trend. Uh, what does my day look like and consist right now? Well, um, you know, I'm constantly contacting buyers across the United States trying to get more shelf space. Uh, we're located next to the drinks in the cooler section. We have a vertical box that uh, look does really well there. We're really high volume mover. Um, and then also I'm constantly supplying, trying to, you know, wrestle down my suppliers and get the best ingredients possible. Um, what I mean by that is we have to source our ingredients from around the world to get the highest quality. So I get uh, my organic honey. That's the only sweetener in the bar is from uh, uh, Brazil. And it's actually from the, uh, the tribes in Brazil. And we're supporting the local indigenous people out there. And it's really cool. It's really cool. We do so much volume. Um, you know, we're, we're doing, you know, tens and tens of millions of dollars that, uh, that sounds, uh, I was gonna say, that sounds brilliant. I think you need to work in yeah, a site visit to Brazil to check it out firsthand. That sounds like <laughs> quite a cool trip. That would be, <laughs> it is, it really is. We're literally supporting these communities. Um, also we, we source our, uh, organic nuts from uh, Argentina. Um, we get our whole food concentrates from around North America and uh, you can really taste the difference. You know, what's interesting about our bar is the cost of the ingredients is five to 10 times higher than a lot of our competitors. Oh, I bet it is. <laughs> five to 10 times higher. However, we usually are only about 40 or 50% more in cost. So, yeah. you know, again, we're, we're not, um, you know, uh, supplying sort of the lower end uh, demographic as far as financial. You pay peanuts, you get monkeys, and you know you pay you you pay for what you get at the end of the day. And if if, if that's important to you, and I'm all up for a perfect bar, I'm going to be straight into it when I get over there. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm going to be able to taste the difference. I'm sure. Absolutely, brilliant. And what else I took from that as well? <laughs> Going off the point a little bit from, but what else I took from that? We used to at the growing market. I'm thinking, geez. So what you're telling me is, uh, with the market still on the way up, I need to get an awaken your alpha bar right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you really do good yeah, bars do. are hard to come by they really are there really are you know the market blew up from 700 uh different bars when i started in 2005 to over 3,000 um today and the market is just saturated with bars yeah. um and so it makes it very competitive in the marketplace um so a lot of it hinges on your branding how well your marketing strategies are um, especially being refrigerated, people go to the bar aisle in their local uh, store and they're not able to find us. That just shows you how strong we need to have our branding so that they can find us in the right spot. Definitely, man. That's uh, again, that basically shows us your success is all the more impressive when the market is just, you know, hyper competitive. So again, can you tell us a little bit about 
um, how the bar's gone since I suppose this will link into your origin story then. Um, where, did, where are you originally from? How did you get from trying to join this hyper competitive market and produce your own bar? Because again, people like, I mean, me for example, I would love a good tasting bar, but there's something that stops some people going and making it, getting off their ass and doing it to just waiting for someone else. Oh, I wish someone would make a nice bar that I could buy. So how on earth did you come to this point? Absolutely. Well, here's where we started. Um, a real interesting uh, background, I believe, about me. I, I'm the oldest of 13 children. My dad actually had 20. Oh, that's going to be competitive. <laughs> yeah. My dad had 20 children, um, in, but 13 with what? my mom. Oh, yeah. He, he was a real healthy guy. He was one <laughs> of the... Uh, he, he was a nutritionist with Jack Lane back in the day. Ah. Yeah. Worked out with uh, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and, and some of these guys. He said the magic word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Worked out with those guys. He was a bodybuilder. He won different uh, bodybuilding competitions. Um, during the later part of his life, he you know he had all these children. After forty six, he had thirteen more. So he had seven up to then. Um, but then he married my mom at twenty one. He was forty six, and he and he had thirteen more children. I'm the oldest of that thirteen. And uh, Crazy guy. Well, he, he spent his last few years um, traveling around in a, a school bus that was converted into our home. And we lived in this bus for about six years. And uh, we, tra- <laughs> I kid you not, I, we traveled the country sort of like the Partridge family. So standard upbringing then. <laughs> yeah. We traveled the country. He would lecture at different universities about nutrition. And then uh, we would get up on stage, the children, and sing. We, would, we were like his sideshow. <laughs> <laughs> I know, crazy. And uh, so we, what we did is um, during the latter part of, you know, before he passed, uh, he, he was getting real sick from skin cancer. He spent a lot of time out in the sun before he knew about the harmful effects of uh, the, the deadly UV rays. Um, so I was in college at the time. I played basketball. Um, you know, I was homeschooled up till, you know, my later part of my high school years. Um, my wife says that explains a lot about me. I don't know if that's good or bad, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, and then I end up going to uh, a college of the Redwoods up in Northern California and, um, played some basketball there. And then, um, my dad got real sick and, and I basically, he, my mom gave me a call, said, son, you need to come back here and, and see what we can do to help out this family. Cause financially we're in a rough position. Yeah. Uh, so I came back home and, you know, with our mortgage, the way it was and we, we couldn't afford our house. So we sold our piece of property. We had about a hundred grand in equity. And that was miraculous how that happened. And then we took that hundred grand. I took that hundred grand. And I decided to say, you know what? Let's take one of those recipes because Dad used to sell different formulas to different companies around the world. Um, and I, he never sold this bar. And I said, let's take this bar and try to make it into a business. And a businessman, my dad was not. He was very creative, but not a businessman. And uh, so I, I took the only finances that my family had and we put it into uh, a startup capital for machinery. And, uh, and little did I know, a hundred grand to start a manufacturing plant is nothing. So I, I end up getting into hundreds of more thousands of dollars in, in personal debt and loans and everything you could imagine. <laughs> I mean, I really scraped. Wow. And the first couple years into this, 
um, it, it was absolutely brutal. I almost bankrupt and, you know, the family was saying, Hey, it looks like, you know, this isn't going to work. And I got into one whole food store, a whole foods market in Northern California. And what I did is I slept in my car cause it was in Berkeley and we were, we had our factory a couple hundred miles away. I slept in my car and I did demonstrations, product demonstrations at that store for a month straight. I called the buyer back after 30 days. He was so impressed with the sales. Of course, I didn't tell him I demoed every day. <laughs> but uh, he was so impressed with the sales that he got us into 10 more Whole Foods. Oh, jackpot. That is, that is a moment. That's brilliant. And that, that was the moment that changed everything for us because... Um, once I got into more stores, I was able to do the leverage game, which is leveraging the sales from one store to the competitor. And then once that happened, you know, seven years later, we're now in 3000, over 3000 stores. Um, we're in, we're in seven regions of Costco. Um, we're doing over $20 million and it's just, it's just a dream come true. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, congratulations. And what a legacy for your dad, man. That must be brilliant to know like one of his recipes and just like, just lives on, man. That is brilliant. Well, you know, he had a lot of stuff that he fed us as kids that we hated. Um, <laughs> I tell you, he, he was always into concocting different protein shakes and uh, different products that was very healthy, but just tasted horribly. Yeah. And this is a product that I could actually sink my teeth into literally. <laughs> and, uh, and I, uh, you know, I, I decided to with my family. Now I actually have eight brothers and sisters working in the company. Um, so, you know, we've, I've been able to provide jobs to, uh, to the whole family. It's been great. And now my mom's taken care of and life is good, my man. That is what a story. What a story. I know Kyle, when Kyle was said about getting you on the show, he was like, you got to hear the story. And I... <laughs> I didn't expect it would involve 20 kids. I don't think I've ever heard of 20. I've heard of like in the teens, but 20 kids. He, he just was an energetic guy. He must have been knackered. He must have been tired. No, he, he never, I, I literally never saw him smoke or drink my entire life. You know, he, he just, he really lived what he preached. That's for sure. That is brilliant. What a legend. I mean, the things that stand out from listening to it is obviously the decision when your back's up against the wall and then, what made you, you know, obviously you're looking through that you've got a lot of brothers and sisters. What made you decide to go and start this business? Obviously your back was against the wall, but, and then almost sounds like a secondary point is when you had that breakthrough of getting from one to 10 stores. What right. Was, exactly. What was really an awakening type moment when it really started to up level, it could be in the business or in life. It's completely up to you. Yeah, exactly. For me, the awakening time was when I came back home and we were at a, a point financially to yeah. where I had to make a decision to either go and try to get a job to try to support the family or, and, and I knew I played that out in my head and I said, gosh, that's, that's a direction that's just going to be a lot of, uh, of hard manual label for a long time. Suck the life out of you probably by the sounds of it with a whole, like an extended family relying on you as well. Exactly. And you know, my brothers and sisters, you know, we'd all make it work, but I'd have to live with them till, you know, even if I got married, I'd have to live with them. And that didn't sound good, you know? So, and, and that's where I decided, I said, you know what, let's go for broke. Let, let's go ahead and go for broke. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to go down fighting. And that was one of my big, um, as I would come into the factory with a couple, my brother and uh, my sister at the time, the first couple of years, I said, 
you know, as we had no money in the bank account and we had bills coming in and all that, I said, guys, if we're going to go down, let's go down swinging, you know? And, uh, and that, that kind of attitude kept it going to where literally we were days away from closing the shop and, um, and you just got to stick with it. And you know, then if you do fail, you, you can honestly say you did whatever it takes. The problem is when people say they, they do whatever it takes, you'd be surprised what you can do. You can do a lot. <laughs> How old were you when you made that decision to launch the business? How old? I was 22. I was 22. Yeah. So, and the youngest one at home was uh, three. Well, this is our Yoda question. Who helped you awaken your alpha? It could be several people. It could be one key figure at different times in your life. It's completely up to you. Yeah. Well, you know, a couple people. Um, I, I had a sales guy that is a part, he has a small percentage of this company that started this with me because originally it was me, my brother, and, um, and the sales guy. And, you know, sometimes all it takes is some person telling you you can do it, you know. And uh, he, he worked with my dad for a lot of years. And he just, you know, he kept telling me, you know, and I, at the time I thought, oh man, I don't know where you're basing this, but he's like, Bill, you can do this. You know, we got this, you know, and uh, <laughs> <You sure? laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'd look at him like he was mad, you know, I thought, gosh, you think I, but no, I mean, after, you know, we get turned down over and over from these different companies and we'd get out of the meeting and he'd say, okay, here's what we should do different next time. And, um, and so having him there along the early years and then, having my mom's full support to say, you know what, son, you know, the, the worst that can happen is, you know, we'll all get together and, and we'll make it work. So don't, you know, just give it your best. And um, having my mom and, and uh, that guy sort of keep pushing me along and believing me, you know, a lot of times, seriously, if you have one person believing in you, that's sometimes all it takes. So. I completely, I completely agree. And sometimes that's the power of obviously colleagues, mentors, someone who's inspirational to you. It literally on the surface to someone else, it might not seem much, but it, it literally could just be that 1% or that little thing you need to hear at that time that just really makes a difference and changes, changes how things go. It really is. It really is. So that's, that, that would be my suggestion to young folks that are, you know, deciding whether they can do it or not is um is surround yourself with a group of people that uh you know believe in it with you in my mind this interview has clearly got two uh two big ways this can go and i think i'm going to be greedy and try and squeeze both of them in i i mean i want to talk to you about firstly i want to talk to you about you know what makes up a good or not even a good what makes up a great bar that's on the shelf what should i be looking for in terms of nutrition wise in Perfect. any bar or any supplement like that and then this secondly i want to talk we talked about it a bit about if anyone's trying to put a product into the marketplace or something out that they're passionate about and what key things do you think made it successful for you? So um, they're the two areas I want to talk a little bit about, but I'd like to talk about, you know, the nutrition side of your bar and bars in general. What, what are some good tips or things to look out for? Okay, perfect. Yeah. When, when you're looking for a bar um, at your local uh, store, Make sure that you don't have the one of the biggest misconceptions about quote healthy bars is that um, they'll have a, a name on it or whatever it is they'll say gluten free then but always look at the ingredients always look at the ingredients and make sure that the first or second um, uh, ingredient is not like a a high fructose corn syrup or a cane sugar or uh, just a regular sugar or really watch your sweetener. 
Um, so always stay away from the simple sugars. Yeah, if you and, can. and when people are looking at any of these uh, ingredients on bars and whatever, they always list that sort of in order of what's in the bar, what's in the product the most. So if, if, if any of the, like the sugars or anything like that, and in the first two or three, you're kind of in trouble. It's going to be quite a large portion. It's going to be a lot of sugar and you, you don't want that. Um, and then the next source is where you're getting your protein from. Um, a lot of high protein bars, they'll have uh, like a soy protein isolate or a calcium casinate. Um, for me personally, I believed in a well-balanced amino acids. Um, so look at your protein source and make sure that it's diversified, that you don't yeah. just have, you know, a high, you know, high soy or high calcium yeah, casinate. No, I, I always try and get a bit of a balance in there, like you say, because yeah, otherwise it's yeah too much like it like in life too much of one thing is is never a good thing <laughs> absolutely moderation is key um and then the next thing i look at where's your nutrients coming from is it from a synthetic source or is it from a food source um a lot of products will use you know they use the ascorbic acid for their vitamin c they'll use the different tocopherols and stuff like that um, for me personally, we use uh, whole food concentrates as a nutrient source. So literally, we use rosehip powder for vitamin C. We use alfalfa powder. We use kale. Um, we believe, and this is my dad's quote, he believed that the only acceptable source of nourishment for the human body is whole foods. Um, so I look at where you're getting your nutrients from. I look at your sweetener. I look at your protein. Um, and then just look at your preservatives. What kind of preservatives are they are they putting in your bar to keep it shelf stable? Um, you'll notice a lot. Soy lecithin is the big one, you know, and, and a lot of products are packed with soy. What are your thoughts on um, soy or quite a bit of soy for men, the alpha man? Cause... The alpha man. Well, for me personally, like, like everything else, soy – um, in different tofu and stuff in moderation mm -hmm. is fine, you know, so I'm not saying stay, stay away from soy yeah. completely, but the problem is we overdo it every, not every, but a ton of products out there. They're just saturated with soy. And so if you are having an imbalance in too much of this soy, um, it can potentially start to throw your, your hormone levels off as a male. And, uh, and that's not what you want. You don't want to start um, you know, secreting this extra estrogen and that estrogen. One, one second, Bill. It sounds like the fighter jets just going past your room or something. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're right next to a uh, Miramar Air Force Base. Oh, it was so, a fighter jet. It was. It was. <laughs> I was just joking. I thought it was like someone scraping oh. a chair or something. <laughs> hey, no. I've got good ears. It's because I've got huge ears. They're like Dumbo. I was like, anyway, so <laughs> carry on. I can pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, so my, my point is be careful about putting too much soy in your body because it, it has been known to raise estrogen levels in your body. At high that's, that's my concern. And like, like coming from yeah. obviously this show, my point of view, I'm like, I'm like, whoa, I want some testosterone. <laughs> I don't want some, I don't want some moves yet. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. And then, um, and then, so that's on the nutrition side. And then as far as, um, somebody, you know, wanting to open up a, a business of their own. Um, the biggest thing that I always tell them is get a business plan. Um, you'll throw it out the window the first couple months, but at least you have a plan. At least you, you, you know, you'll find out that, that life works a lot differently. Um, the big one that I didn't do that hurt me that I wish I would have done is ask, 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 go find somebody that has done it. Um, sign, find a group of people around you that have been successful in that particular business you're looking at 
and ask them how they did it. They'll be um, happy to do it. I, I feel like, you know, I, whether you believe in karma or God or whatever it is, I, I feel like you're doing good by helping others. And, um, you know, I'm happy to help. And um, I wish I would have asked more because I, I learned the hard way a lot of times. Well, so. again, as well, I think that is definitely part of the sort of the alpha man is, you know, not trying to do it like a lone wolf all in yourself and knowing when to ask for help and being open to support and, you know, having that, having that network. One thing that sticks out for me with your situation, obviously you've got some serious hustling there. You've got a very strong why as to why this has got to work, not like right. to write it out. And then thirdly, you've got a very strong product with a, you know, the qualities there with a very strong story behind it. It's not like you're, you can clearly, you're not, it's not like a get rich quick scheme. Like you just think, Oh, what yeah. should I do? Oh, there's bars are emerging. Like that was your, your skill set, your background, your upbringing, your origins. Yes. Do you think when it comes to this level of success, you really need to be in tune with your, your product or the area your business is going with? And it's got to be, you know, authentic. Absolutely. Authenticity is uh, um, something that the buyers can read from a mile away, you know, so you're going to be working, whoever's thinking of doing this, they're going to be working with buyers, you know, they're sellers and buyers and those buyers are going to, are going to be able to tell how, you know, truly invested you are in this company. And if it's something that you know a lot about and you have the background, and for me, I lived it. You know, I, I literally didn't chew gum until I was 18. I thought I was sinning. You know, I could, you know, I was, I was raised very healthy, no sugar, nothing. Um, so when you live it and then you have that background and that knowledge where, whereabouts to say, okay, you know, I'm going to take my information that I've attained over all these years, and then I'm going to go ask for those final pieces. That's how I feel. Um, it, you can get a really genuine um, sort of approach to these buyers because that's who you're going to be working with. You'll be working if you're in the product business like me. You're going to be working with buyers, and they can tell when you're authentic or not. So, if people are thinking they're going to jump on a bandwagon or this is a new shiny object for them, you've just got to look at your skill set first. Look at your background. Look at what drives you, you know, your internal alpha and, and go with that. You will find something equally as awesome that really sits well with you before you go and sort of try the, the newest thing that you just thought sounds cool. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. I grew up making these bars in my kitchen for families and friends, and it was the last thing I'd want to do. <laughs> I kid you not. I was playing <laughs> basketball. Um, I was enjoying life in college. And if, if you were going to tell me as a kid that you're going to grow up making these bars, I would have said, get out of here because that's not what I wanted to do. Um, but I knew it really well. And I love the product. And if yeah. you love something so much and you believe in it, then it'll work. But uh, yeah, you're not you're not standing by a kitchen making these bars 24 seven. Now, you, you know, you're eating them and running the business and that you're passionate about. <laughs> exactly. We, we have uh, over 100 employees now. And uh, we actually have our own manufacturing process. We don't outsource for that, which is another key part to why our quality is so good. This is the complete blank around. So all you have to do here is finish my finish my sentence and complete the blank and we'll find out a little bit more about you. Sound okay, good? perfect. Okay. Your best friend would describe you as? Crazy. Okay. <laughs> if I was ever to visit your hometown, I should? Uh, bring a paddle. So where is your hometown now? <laughs> well, I mean, in San Diego, there's, it's next to water. and yeah. then up in Stand water. up paddleboarding. I really want to do yeah, that. Exactly. 
exactly. It's it's wonderful. And uh, and then if you're going to go up to, I have a lot of hometowns because that's, that's why I usually actually say the actual location. But I was like, uh, your hometown, because I knew you moved around in a van. <laughs> no, and, and but I will say I, I was a uh, river raft tour guide, so I really enjoy uh, uh, river rafting as well. So uh, yeah, they bring a paddle wherever you come. Now, I know your body is a nutritional temple and you didn't have chewing gum till you was 18, but you're, you're definitely not missing out there. Um, last time you were drunk was, and this could be years or never, who knows? Oh yeah, uh, probably a month ago. <laughs> That's more like it. You gotta have the balance. <laughs> was it anything of note? <laughs> was it just yeah, a... Um, it was, we had NBA basketball players and Hulk Hogan uh, at the club where we were at. And uh, it was a good time. <laughs> oh my goodness. That sounds like my favorite party. That sounds awesome. Uh -huh. Hulk Hogan was pretty great. That was, that was during Comic-Con. Um, your favorite movie of all time is? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, so I Married an Axe Murderer. <laughs> that, I know that, that's, um, oh, what's his face? Mike Myers. Yeah. <laughs> that is old school. <laughs> I, I used to quote every line in that movie. <laughs> oh my god i just look at i just think of that movie and i just think of like the the, the poster for it that is pure 80s isn't it it is yeah. it totally is late 80s brilliant there were some beautiful films around that time though especially the style definitely yeah i just want to finish really with the alpha round and this is where we're just going to find out your tools tips and resources we found out quite a lot of tools and tips there but i want to start with if you've got a you know, a book recommendation, either linked to sort of your nutritional background or just in general that you would recommend to our listeners? Absolutely. Good to Great by Jim Collins. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty popular book, but it's a great um, um, business book for someone trying to start a business and create what we call level five leaders. Um, definitely a big recommendation for that. Um, for me, I, I really follow closely the Nutrition Almanac um, for just like all the researching um, it's, it's a great, um, and then the prescription for nutritional healing, those are another one for just, and that, that just really breaks down foods. Um, I, am a little bit geeked out when it comes to breaking foods down and, and looking at their nutritional profiles and stuff. So yeah. as far as nutrition the nutritional almanac and prescription for nutritional healing, and then, uh, when it comes to business, good to great by Jim Collins. Brilliant. Have you got a useful resource or tool that you use to keep yourself productive? It can be, you know, high tech, low tech, somewhere in the middle. It's, it's up to you that you use to run your business or just keep your life in order. Yeah, you know, that's great. Um, I use Basecamp when it comes internally and there's a lot of internal um, like task management software. Yeah. Um, but that, that's something that I use internally with my, all of my marketing directors and production directors and sales directors and all that. Um, that helps us keep on task. And then for me personally, um, every time I have something come up or need to do, I put it in my calendar on my iPhone, you know, uh, I'm the side. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and that's all you need. If you, I have a list, my iPhone calendar is full of stuff to do, but you know what? I, as it comes up, it reminds me and it's, yep. it's, I think don't know as well. It's yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it works. I, I know there's a lot cooler things out there, but that's what I do. So yeah. If it doesn't make it onto my, yeah, my iPhone calendar or just any of my calendars like that, that are synced up, it's, it's going to get missed off. It's going to get forgotten. Yep. Same here. Cool. Okay. Um, well, I think we're pretty much done. My, my only last question really is what is the question you thought I was going to ask or you hoped I'd ask and I didn't. Oh, I've, um, 
gosh, I, I feel like you covered it all pretty well. Um, That's good. This, yeah, I'm, I feel massively satisfied. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think we covered it all pretty darn well. Um, what no, does the, okay, what does the future hold for not even yourself oh, or yeah. yourself or perfect bars? Yeah, oh, that's a good question. Um, the future for Perfect Bar is we're gonna, going to continue to grow throughout North America. We're getting into Canada and Mexico. Um, we're going to continue to expand and um, we're going to continue to research out new ingredients, new products, and, um, and provide our customer with the highest quality ingredients possible. That, that's really our dedication. And um, the culture that we have here at Perfect Bar is one of uh, really taking care of our employees. Obviously, a lot bigger than our, our current fam my personal family, but um, um, it, it has a family atmosphere here, and it's awesome. And so, um, whether we, you know, a lot of folks will ask me if I'm going to sell or if I'm going to continue, and I have no plans to sell. I, I plan on just continuing to grow this into um, a generational company, company hopefully. So, sounds brilliant. Well, uh, Bill, thank you so much for taking the time today and in. I, um, I know it by the sounds of it, you're a busy man. I was just actually on that note, how do you keep the balance? Because I'm sure a company like this that's so close to your heart and obviously it's expanding, how do you manage to keep the balance of that and so it doesn't take over your life? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, for a lot of years, I, I was way out of balance. Um, yeah. And then I got married about five years ago. And uh, it, it, she's really, my wife's awesome. She's really uh, kept me into uh, an eight, eight and eight. And I really believe in eight work, uh, eight of your sleeping and then eight hours of play, you know? And if you can keep that moderation going, um, you know, now here's the deal. Starting a company, if you try to do eight, eight and eight, it won't get off the ground. You got to you know, bust. You got to bust a gut, definitely a hustle, and then. But you still yeah. like if you're doing that for a while, then you you got to do the yin and the yang. You've got to make sure you've got some time off to recover because you're not exactly. a machine, even if you try and be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, so once you get through that initial hustle and you got things uh, managed, um, you know, when I work, I work really hard. I continue to. I always have. But but when I when I play, I also have fun. And I play a lot, and I have a little daughter, um, and she's uh, eleven months old, and got, I've got a. Uh, so a year and a half year old and uh, almost four oh, wow. years old now so yeah, oh wow that's not a boy or girl i got two boys oh, okay oh wow it's awesome Good, yeah well just they're getting to the age now as well they're they're really entertaining each other now because yeah they're, they're both very mobile and uh yeah, yeah so I bet. good times <laughs> i bet man that's great hold on but i on that note i will let you get back to your day and um leave Enjoy your time with your kids when you get it. Sounds great, man. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. Make sure you follow us also on Twitter at Awaken Your Alpha to get all the details and keep in the loop. Follow us on Twitter. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.